Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze and interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. This is Erin. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. You can also find us every Monday morning at bff.fm from 530 to 6. Had a really good time at the third annual That's What She Said, That's What She Made, Maker Fair. They changed it up this year, and instead of having it at the social study, they had it at a bigger venue um, at a friend's, uh, friend of the show's spot. Uh, Chloe Jackman Photos. She has a new space um, in San Francisco on Clement Street, and it's beautiful. So um, that's where you and Anch had your uh, photo shoot, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that feels like four years ago, but yes, it is. And we posted some of those photos. Um, and her her studio is it's really cool space. Um, it's connected to uh, her business partners. Um, clothing store called the golden hour so you walk into the golden hour and it's amazing like vintage clothing and shoes and everything you'd ever want and then you walk like down this little side uh, alley and then you get to chloe's studio it's just this big beautiful space that she's created um and yes we did do our infamous photo shoot i don't even know what to call it at this point but Chloe turned around those photos in a day, which was crazy. Is this the first time a, that's what she said, event was held outside of the social study? I feel like. Yes. I feel like. uh, Yes. I'm going to say confidently yes. I don't think I've ever heard of it. Yeah. Off, you know quote unquote off site. Right, know? right, right. Yeah. And it just it just made sense for, oh, the, no. for the amount I, of people. You, you've and... talked about how big that space is yeah. and everything. So Yeah. But it's funny because once you get in like seven different makers in that space, you're like, wow, we don't really have as much <laughs> space as we thought. And then um Chloe also set up this really cool um kind of quote unquote photo booth for the holidays. So if anyone wanted to take photos, she took photos of people and um it was cool. There was uh, adult beverages if you wanted to partake. Um, there were Bloody Marys by Proud Mary SF. We're going to have them on the show actually um, pretty soon and or into the new year. Not only do they have uh, a delicious Bloody Mary mix, and I actually tasted this mix. It might have been a year ago or earlier this year at um, friend of the show Fleetwood. Um, she had these ladies at her uh her store uh, for a pop-up. So I've already had this Bloody Mary mix and I was hoping it was that, hoping it was them and it was. Um, so please, if you want to support some local ladies making some delicious Bloody Mary mix, find them proud Mary SF. Um, there were also uh, women owned goods and services by revolutionary mystic. You're going to hear from um, and gate studio. And I wasn't able to get to because she was at the beginning of the Maker Fair. And so she was just very busy all of the time. So good for her. Um, and then our friend of the show, this is going to be a separate episode, Moon Looms, Jackie Greenberg. Um, she was, this is her second time taking part in this Maker Fair. And uh, I love her. She's going to start making a little family for Bonet Kravitz. Um, uh, there's uh, a maker there called Healing is Giving. We also had uh, Urban Spice Nutrition. We talked to uh, Maria from there. And then uh, new to the fair, um, but not necessarily new to me, there was a maker um, there uh, called The Heated. And uh, it's this maker that, again, I found their um, beautiful um, dishcloths at front of the show, Fleetwood, um, at her shop. 
and I started following this person on Instagram and we needed someone like her and her goods at the Maker Fair. And so I invited her and she came. So you're going to hear a bunch of interviews um, with these makers. And I wanted to put this out in time for uh, the holidays because if you're still doing some shopping or want to support local artists, you definitely can. They're here. And um, you're also going to hear from a good friend of mine who I've known for a long time and a super supporter of, I feel like, all the projects I do. Her name's Harmony, and she owns The Social Study, and she's one of the founders of That's What She Said. So take a listen. I am with the revolutionary mystic. Her name's Megan. She's also a podcaster. Um, Megan, thank you for being at That's What She Said, That's What She Made, Maker Fair. Um, can you tell me a little bit about what you were selling? Because you have a lot that you are doing here, and I love it. In short, I am selling witchcraft. Um, <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. <laughs> great. I want everything on here. <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, I'm selling um, a lot of hoodoo items. So there's handcrafted spell goods, everything from like baths for you know your spiritual needs and uh, seven day candles for sex workers or hexing the patriarchy or you know if you need an empathic shield we've got some of that going too what does that mean for my listeners and what does it mean because i don't know what that means oh <laughs> break it down for us please well 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 so um the seven day glass candles are like those typical spiritual candles you see like you can even see them in a church but um ours are geared towards the modern witch so I have a lot of reading clients because um, I'm also a psychic medium. Um, As you are, of course. I'm not surprised. Thank you. Uh, so a lot of them are sex workers. So I developed a spell that was just specifically for them. Um, it's called Ho Hustle. And it has everything you need to attract money and have the upper hand in the situation and also have a veil of protection around you while you're doing your work. And uh, so that, you know, that's one of our spells. The Hex the Patriarchy one's pretty cool. Um, it's real. A lot of people um, see it and are like, oh, that's funny and cool. Um, and then they go to smell it and they're like, oh, God, what's in there? And like, well, hexing ingredients, of course. And so it's very pungent stuff. Um, in my group, in our community, we did a group worldwide ritual where we listed out various politicians and what's the top five? Ooh, top five was probably Trump, uh, Betsy DeVos, um, Meserly, the officer, um, like anybody in Trump's <laughs> Mitch McConnell maybe? Yeah, him too. Him too, him too. Uh, this sounds amazing. When was this? Sorry to get you off topic, but it was like a few months ago um, when things were particularly aggravating. I don't know if that's ever changed, but it was particularly aggravating, and we all the height the height of yes being aggravated. Yeah, there we reached a moment where like a ritual might feel nice, um, and it really did, and it was really powerful, and I'm really glad that we did it. It was fun. A lot of us had the candles, and it was neat to see people from all over the world and their like spell results, because um, a lot of us divine candles too. So you could see like after you finished burning that candle, for a lot of folks, it was like soot black, like from top to bottom, because that person had put a lot of oomph into what they were, um, you know, what they're pissed about. So. Yeah. Um. 
You are at a holiday fair. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'm just, I'm curious as to, um, are you pretty popular during the holidays as well? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't have a lot of self-awareness around the holidays. I'm one of those people that ends up at the grocery store and I'm like, what are all these people doing here? And then I find out, oh, that's right. It's a colonial holiday today. Okay. All right. Oops, my bad. Um, but I think that it's becoming more popular, um, especially like on Instagram. A lot of folks like to buy this stuff for their friends. Um, I know these are the types of gifts that I'm like stoked to get. Um, I know a lot of folks are on the struggle and, you know, things like this aren't necessarily in their budget. So like when you give that to somebody, it's cool because you're treating them with something that they might not have been able to treat themselves with. And um, I, I mean, everything here that I'm looking at, all of your items are awesome. Like visually, everything looks great. But um, I was going to ask you maybe what are your top sellers or what are your favorites maybe for people to buy? Ooh, my favorites. Um, I, let's see. A lot of people really like the Boss Witch candle. Um, a lot of people like the Ho Hustle candle. Um, <laughs> love drawing, obviously. There's a sacred sex one. Um, the road opener is really popular. Um, and I have one that's a psychic self-care one that we actually just sold out of today. Um, but that one's really, really cool because I feel like everybody could probably use psychic self-care, especially these days. So, yeah, those ones are pretty big. I think we have a lot more to talk about. Okay, quickly, what's your podcast about and where can people find that? And, yeah, let's talk podcast really quickly. <laughs> let's nerd out on podcasting. So my podcast is called Revolutionary Mystic, and it is all witches of color. And uh, basically, every episode I sit with from anywhere in the world, so uh, somebody new, and we talk about you know anything because it's a podcast that's really about like radical witchcraft and rev revolutionary thought and people that are out there doing really cool shit in the world and what's a trip is like when you hear the word revolutionary in our culture for some reason people think like really grandiose um and what they don't know is like there are revolutionary people that you probably know too and you're probably doing some revolutionary stuff yourself and so that's kind of why i started the podcast because i wanted people to know like hey not only are there like good things happening but you probably know the really cool people that are doing them and if you don't now you do and now we are all like connecting with each other and joining forces and you know that feels good in this type of climate you know totally agreed megan thanks so much for being on bitch talk where can everyone find you Oh, well, thank you for having me. Um, you can find me on Instagram. It's just at Revolutionary Mystic. You can find me on YouTube, uh, Facebook, everywhere. <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, all of it. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. I am here with Christina from The Heated. Um, I picked this maker, so I'm just going to give myself a pat on the back. Um, I've seen Christina's work um, actually in a few places, but I bought it from Fleetwood. Um, we had a live event there last year, actually, for our 300th episode. But um, always love your prints and just wanted to talk to you a little bit about your process, where you sell, um, and where people can find you. So let's talk about The Heated. Sure. Uh, most of my dish towels are San Francisco designs. I base most of them off of photographs. I'll go and take photographs first and frame things up. And then I'll uh, do a pen and ink drawing based off the photograph and then create a screen print based off of the drawing. 
So yeah, pretty efficient process. Uh, most of my designs are San Francisco based. I discovered when I did a Sutro Tower design about eight years ago that people were really responsive to anything with San Francisco on it. So I've kind of made that the majority of my dish towel designs now. Uh, but you do have a San Francisco Giants hat on. Are you doing a dish towel or have you done a dish towel with their... I, I wonder if you can. You have to be really careful when you're doing things around Major League Baseball or any licensed goods. Uh, so at one point I did have a Giants design um, that had no official, you know, you can't have the SF letter or anything like that, but it had a picture of a broom in black and the confetti was orange because we swept. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Awesome. Um, so you started this eight years ago, the heated, or just started designing then? Uh, I've been in business now. This is my 11th year of doing the heated. So, yeah, but it was, you know, I can't remember what year it was that we uh, won the World Series. But one of those, one of those three World Series that we won. That's right. That's right. One of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just, I love your print so much. Um can you talk about how you started selling them? And was it just like, oh, your friends liked it, and then they're like, you should sell it, and then how, how was that process? Uh, well, I actually started out as a musician, and the dish towels were my merchandise. And when I realized that the dish towels were selling and that I didn't have to go hang out at bars until 10 p.m. and uh, maybe make money, maybe not, that I could do something a little more stable, I switched to that instead. And are you still playing music? I mean, yeah, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing more electronic-based projects, which I still put things up on my site, theheated.com, because everybody should have nerdy side projects that they do. Yeah. Yeah, we have plenty here on Bitch Talk. <laughs> I don't know if they're nerdy, but we have a lot of side projects. But um, So where can people find you? Not your physical address, of course, but, you know, just online. <laughs> yeah, you can find me online at theheated.com. Uh, not only does it have my online store on there, it'll also show you all the stores that I sell to in the city of San Francisco. I sell to a lot of mom and pop stores, and you should support them. So, yeah, you can find them there. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Christina. Thank you for having me. Hi, now I'm with Leilani from Cis Circle. And, um, Leilani, I wanted to ask you, what is Cis Circle? I've just uh, learned about it today. Hi, thanks for asking. Um, so Cis Circle stands for Strength and Sisterhood. It's an organization that my sister, my younger sister and I started about a year ago. Um, and the reason why we started it is because we know that behind every woman, um, every powerful woman, there is a powerful tribe of women who help and support who or who can do that. And um, for someone who's grown up with the family women, I have two sisters, I've got uh, my mom, um, and we've gone through a lot growing up. And um, it's because of my sisters who pulled me through a lot of um, those experiences and then fast forward into adulthood when I reflect back on um, any of the hard times that I've faced, um, any trauma and, or depression, um, I've always had sisters who, um, who've helped me get through it. And so that's why we want to start this organization to support one another in sisterhood, um, whatever that might be, whether it's um, um, support in motherhood or might be in relationships or even in career development and so that's why we started this organization. Yeah, It's uh, really important in career development I think to have mentors and especially women and women of color um, to help you kind of maneuver through business because it's different for everyone. So um, so you came up with Cis Circle last, last year 
October. Wow. So it's only it's been a year and a, a little bit. Um, so what have you been seeing um, with your work, and, and what are what are the things you're seeing with other women and other sisters? Yeah, you know, and it's funny because it was pretty organic because I didn't even know what it was going to grow into, and I still, I'm not sure. We're still growing and we're still thinking about it. But what we did, what we were really clear on is we did want to create a community, and we did want to create a space um, where women felt safe to come together and support one another. Um, so we started off with a retreat, um, a one-day retreat where women just came together and just talked about self-care and um, talked about... Um, whatever it was that they were facing and since then it's grown into doing some panels with women and women in leadership um, women of color entrepreneurs we've done a summit to celebrate our one year and we focused on the theme of resilience and the other thing that we do is we have a, a Facebook community where we just kind of share and support other women who are um, who may have their own businesses and so um, today here at the that's what she said uh, maker fair we were just so happy to participate because we can come here to bring some of the products that the women in our group has created like gifts of prosperity and elo mind and body um, and um, just celebrate the accomplishments they made and 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 promote them and so we're heading into a new year um, what do you think Cicircle is going to be um, what topics are you going to be looking at to focus on? Because it's going to be an interesting, interesting year coming up. So politically, yeah. So we found we were thinking a lot about that, and it's really it's um this company is a it's a volunteer run organization. Basically, a lot of us have our own day jobs, and so this is like a passion passion project. But sounds like bitch talk, and that's what she said. <laughs> we we know all about it, yeah. right? Right. But it's so needed, right? It's so needed and there's room at the table for everyone because we all bring our own uniqueness to it and the response that we've gotten from our events just shows that and speaks to that so in thinking about this coming year um, we're going to continue to do some events we're probably going to do quarterly events and we want to do um, at least two summits where women come together but we're also diving into doing some online um, um, support and courses. We're doing an abundance and prosperity, manifesting abundance and prosperity course um, starting this January and we're going to see where that goes to just help expand our reach beyond, um, we live in the Bay Area, but we want to kind of expand beyond this area and you know support other women that way too. Well thanks so much for being here and for having Cis Circle. It sounds very rewarding. I know it's hard work, but thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, and one last thing. Where can people find you? Yeah, so we're on Instagram, um, CisCircle, uh, Twitter, uh, CisCircle1, or um, on Facebook, just look for CisCircle, S-I-S, Circle. Thanks so much, Leilani. I have B here, who's one of the uh, makers, and um, I walked in earlier, and there was something going on on the table, and I didn't realize, and I was a little loud. So, B, can you talk to me about uh, what you are doing here at a, that's what she said, that's what she made today? Yeah. Hi, Erin. <laughs> so, today I'm offering um, Hawaiian potions. Um, I'm basically asking... Hawaiian flowers, whether or not they want to be in a specific potion for each individual. So everything's very personalized today. I, I do um, healing work in my practice, and uh, so I thought it'd be fun to do something a little more interactive um, because I love plant medicine. 
and um, and the Hawaiian flowers are particularly dear to me. Um, and I'm also offering gift certificates and oracle readings. <laughs> well, once we're done with this, I will be asking for a uh, reading. Um, what's your practice? Um, yeah, so I primarily work with women's health, uh, whether it's pelvic pain, uh, fertility, or um, chronic pain, like low back pain and that sort of thing. I kind of focus on uh, the digestive reproductive area for most women and um, and also uh, trans uh, feminine women also and, and masculine. Um, basically like hormonal balancing, digestive balancing. Um, yeah, that's what I do in my private practice. Yeah. Um, so here we do have a table and people can lay down and, and what's the... Um, What's the process here? At, that's what she said at the Maker Fair. Yeah, so here at the Maker Fair, you can choose whether or not you want just the potion and an oracle reading or a 15-minute hands-on session that includes an oracle reading, or you can have all three. <laughs> so I'll, I'll customize the potion for you, and then you get to do some inhalations, and then um, we'll do a, a, a reading from one of the oracle card decks that I have with me, and then we do a hands-on session for 15 minutes while you contemplate the card that you drew. <laughs> and is this something that you do at your practice as well, like your private practice? Actually, it was more of an experiment for today because these are sort of things that I, I do for myself and I thought it'd be a fun way to share it with the community and offer it as, as like a add-on to my gift certificates, my um, therapeutic massage gift certificates. Well, I can't wait to lay down. <laughs> I'd love to have you on my table, Erin. <laughs> well, I'm going to finish this interview. Um, where can people find you on the internet, the socials, all of those things? Okay, so my uh, Instagram handle is Healing is Giving, and I'm right here. Um, my my bodywork practice is B Light, B E E L I G H T, and so my website is healingisgiving.com, and I'm right here on Arguello and Clement. In the hood. I live in this hood also. Word up. Okay. Nice. Yeah, and, I'm, and I also have an office in Berkeley and in Marin and San Rafael. I also work in Oakland, so I can come see you in Berkeley. <laughs> B, it's so nice to meet you. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you, Erin. I have Maria here from Urban Spice Nutrition. And um, can you talk to me about what you are providing uh, people here at the fair? Sure. Um, I have a couple things for people to take home with them. I have some raw chocolates. Um, so I have a chocolate bar, which does look amazing with or without almonds. And then I have a little um, box of chocolates, which contain about six or seven little um, flower-shaped or heart-shaped chocolate candies. Um, and then I also have my... Uh, gluten-free granola which is um, oats that have been soaked with buckwheat so that removes the phytates in the oats that makes it more digestible for us so we can absorb more of the nutrients um, and then it's mixed in with some freeze-dried strawberries and chocolate chips which are also the um, handmade chocolates 
And then I also have um, some deodorant here, and it is made with coconut oil, beeswax, and uh, geranium and lavender essential oils. And then how did you hear about that's what she said? And um, what else do you provide, um, if not here, off-site? I heard about it through B Utiepa, who is here, Healing is Giving. Um, and I am a nutrition consultant, um, so I offer one-on-one -on -one, uh, consultations. Uh, I work mainly with women um, who have digestive issues or women's health issues like fibroids, infertility, endometriosis, perimenopause. Um, I offer one-on-one -on -one, um, con consults. I do group detoxes. I have a group detox coming up in January. Um, it's a five-day real food reset, so it's a really nice way to get out of the holiday <laughs> funk that we're all getting into right now where we're eating um, things that we wouldn't normally eat. I was going to say, what, what are your top tips for the holidays of like what not to eat and what you can eat? Or should you just not put any restrictions on yourself and go for it? Like, what do you, How do you feel about that? I wouldn't stress out about it. Um, I would go ahead and enjoy the holidays. But there are a couple things you can do to minimize the amount of junk food that you eat. And the first thing is to always eat before you go to a party. Don't go to a party super hungry because then you're going to be snacking and you don't really know what kind of food is going to be there. Is it going to be real food or is it just going to be snacks and desserts and stuff? So it's a good idea to eat before. And then um, tip number two is to bring something that's healthy to a party. So bring a salad, bring something that has a nice protein, um, you know, something like that. Uh, and maybe... I well, I say this for myself, but maybe cut down on the alcohol a little bit or maybe monitor it. Because that, I mean, during the holidays, people people like to imbibe a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, yes. Cut down on the alcohol. Um, yeah. It, 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 you, you just feel it. As we get older, I think we feel it more. And so if that's not enough for you to realize that you need to cut down, um, then, I, you know, I think... <laughs> I think the older we get, the more we realize that we can't eat, I mean, drink like we used to, and so, and eat. <laughs> right. It's one and the same. <laughs> Combination. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think people should still enjoy the holidays. I don't think they should get stressed out about, you know, I shouldn't eat that or too much of this. Um, but once you get into the flow of eating healthy, then you're not going to you're not going to overdo it. Um, so it's it's a gradual thing. So don't stress out about it for a month, but just something that you can work on over the year. Um, you talked a little bit about gut nutrition and, and women in particular. Is it is it true that women have more kind of guttural issues than men or not true? Is it our hormones? Um, our hormones and our gut are really closely related, so I, I think so. And I think women also sort of talk more about what's going on, where men kind of just don't. <laughs> they think it's normal to, you know. We talk a lot about our gut issues on this podcast. I have them more often than anyone else, or maybe other people don't talk about it on our podcast. But I always find that maybe it is women just talk about it more could be a lot of reasons, but it could be um, deficiencies. Magnesium is one of them. So that is something that we are all 
um, pretty much deficient in because it's one of our stress minerals. We use it up a lot under stress, and so we need a lot of it. And chocolate is a great um, food that has a lot of magnesium, yes. What? We should talk about that more. Um, so where can people find you online since it is the holidays and you know people are still going to be looking for holiday gifts up until the end and maybe they need to get more chocolate in their life? Uh, my website is urbanspicenutrition.com and they can reach me there. My email is maria at urbanspicenutrition.com and I am um, doing a detox in January. So it starts January 20th. It's a five-day real food detox and I give you super simple um, healthy recipes so that you can get out of the um, holiday funk and reset your your eating habits for the new year. Um, and then I'm also offering a special introductory package for um, the fair, and it uh, is 50% off two sessions with me, and it is good until next Sunday. So they have a week to decide. Maria, thank you so much. Tis the season. Thank you. I am sitting with Brooke. I keep talking about her earrings, but I can't help it. <laughs> I'm a little obsessed. I'll take a picture, so do you mind if I post them online? Okay. Um, but they're sushi. It's like a whole tray of sushi. Anyways, never seen that before. Um, Brooke, I want to talk about uh, why you're here and what you are selling. So if you want to, um, talk about the business and then what you have to offer today. Sure. Uh, my name is Brooke. I am here at the fair selling some t-shirts that I custom made. Uh, I do digital art primarily. Um, I got my start in illustration, just doodling here and there. and. It's been a lifelong love for me, so I can't stop making things. <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> so it sounds like th this is just one type of thing you make. What are other things that you like to make? Um, I also make music. I produce beats. Um, I'm actually going to have a single coming out uh, with my boyfriend here and also with my brother. <laughs> uh, it's going to be up on Spotify pretty soon, so super excited for that. Um, but just trying to get um, just a couple different avenues going here. So um, artwork, music, um, both lifelong loves. So. so what you're saying is you can design your own album cover and also produce your own tracks. Yes, I have done that. <laughs> it's very convenient. <laughs> yeah. So. so can you talk about your music then a little bit? Since it um, sounds like that's a major also passion in your life. So... Uh, it's uh, Same Handle, Pandanimous, um, you can find me on Spotify. I mostly do instrumental hip-hop beats. Um, I'm influenced a lot by a lot of different genres, jazz, classical, um, just pretty much anything that sounds good to my ears. I like to try and mix that in with my music. Um, I'm also on Instagram for all of my um, visual arts. Um, yeah, just kind of working on building a little coalition with all of my people. <laughs> I love that. Can Bitch Talk be a part of that coalition? <laughs> for sure, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. There's plenty to Bitch Talk about. Um, in terms of music, are you an active player in the city or, or in the Bay Area? I'm, I'm asking because it feels like I've known Chloe for a really long time and we both were working a little bit in the music scene. And I feel like that over probably the last nine years, uh, it, it's drifted outside of San Francisco and outside of the Bay Area. So you as an artist, how does it feel for you? 
Um, I'm actually from uh, the other side of the bay, so Monterey. Uh, it's kind of a small town, so you know when you meet other music artists doing kind of the same thing as you, it's almost like a rare treat. <laughs> you really have to go and find them. Um, but occasionally we'll kind of wander up here to the city, um, also check out San Jose. I'm actually going to be um, selling some merch at uh, my boyfriend's show there, so just trying to kind of branch out in different areas. We've been kind of centered in Monterey for most of the time that we've been active musically, so right now I'm trying to just kind of get my feelers out there, check out a few different locations. Um, I've uh, communicated with music artists in Germany, just, yeah, just kind of all over the place. Um, That's kind of the scene, though, outside of the country, too. Yeah. Get your, uh, get your music out there, because there's people that you don't know are into it, but you can connect with them, and it's really cool to check out each other's work, and it's really nice. I say it's it's pretty it's a pretty good scene out in Monterey and Santa Cruz. I feel there's a lot of live shows down there. Do you where do you guys like to play? Um, mostly just local. Um, haven't done too many local shows. Um, I haven't done any live performances. Not yet. Not yet. Exactly. <laughs> I have uh, had some art shown at the Youth Arts Collective in Monterey. Um, it's kind of where I got started showing off things. It's like an after-school program, and they'll promote their students, which is really cool. So I had that first experience in doing like an art show, kind of stumbling into the scene a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's. Um... <laughs> it's. Um, I work. I work in marketing in the art world, and I feel like it's probably um, as a, as you're starting out, just like as a musician. It's really, um, it's hard. It's hard to know where your place is or who your people are. So I'm sure in both genres for you, it might be a little, a little hard. Yeah, it does help that I am into kind of a lot of different genres because meet new connections where you don't really expect to. So that's nice. <laughs> where can people find you online? Uh, so you can find me on Spotify at Pandanimous. I'm on Instagram, Pandanimous, Facebook, Pandanimous. I like to keep it easy for people. Spell it out. <laughs> P-A-N-D-A-N-I-M-U-S. Pandanimous. Well, Brooke, we might be asking you for some beats for Bitch Talk, so I'm kind of interested, so we'll have to talk. Your boyfriend shaking his head very vehemently. Okay, thank you so much, Brooke. Thank you very much. Thank you. So I'm going to wrap it up here at a, That's What She Said. That's What She Made, third annual Maker's Fair, but... I haven't had one of my friends on who's also like the founding member of That's What She Said and the owner of one of my favorite bars in San Francisco, The Social Study, Harmony Fraga. I never have said your last name before, so it's weird. But um, let's talk about That's What She Said for a minute. You're going on three years in January? Yeah, three years. It's crazy. Time flies. Time flies, and also um, the group has built up uh, in the last three years and also the attendance and the people that come. Um, can you talk a little bit about when it first started till about now and like the evolution of it and what you've been seeing in the last almost three years? Yeah, actually it's interesting because when we first started it was you know just a random idea and it started out very simply um, to be a speaker series um, showcasing amazing women in the community and, and their personal and professional story. So again, starting out very simply, it kind of grew and evolved, and I think every year 
We've noticed that whether um, energy becomes stagnant or we need to just shake things up, we've listened to that sort of intuitive voice and made the shift. So last year we began to do um, different, uh, sort of a different shift, which was um, workshops and entertainment as well. So again, we're coming into a new year and looking to make some more um, shifts and changes to kind of reignite and add um, different energy. Um, and I think that that's you know something that is always going to be a part of this process is being open to changing and evolving, um, so we can continue to grow and capture new audiences, and um, also continue to inspire ourselves as the creators of the group. So. Yeah, looking forward to some new changes in 2020. Yes, and with that, 2020 is going to be a bit of a big year politically. And um, does that does that influence you in the way that you are either thinking of that's what she said and or your business or just how you are in general? Is it going to kind of be your guide in, in what you do next year at all in any of these projects? I think that w with my personal business and with that's what she said, it is at least I can only speak for myself, but it's meant to be a break from the constant sort of chaos and energy drain that I am I am personally experiencing politically, socially, and otherwise. Um, so it's meant to be a sort of a sanctuary space where we can kind of gain strength and um, some resolve from what to me is very tiring and draining. Um, and, you know, build community and build something positive around a otherwise sort of dim chapter that I still feel like we're kind of in. Um, but yes, um, I would say that, I don't know if I'm answering your question perfectly, but I think that it, my hope is that it will continue to be a safe space where we can kind of go to recharge from that um, training space and um, hopefully build some, some hopeful um, ideas and um, community around, you know, positivity as opposed to some of the negativity that's really, we're entrenched in at this at this point. At least me. So, yeah. Every day. Um, yeah, no, I was going to say, I, I think, and I, I come back to this in different interviews and talking with people and just saying that as terrible as, as things are out there and the news is terrible, politics is terrible, blah, 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 that's what she said came out of it, right? And um, I was doing Bish Talk before this, but it changed because of the world is changing and media is changing. Um, but I think that's something that you can at least hold your head up high and, and really bring forward into 2020. So, yeah, Absolutely. Continuing to ride on that wave. Whether it's, well, it's a little dark, but we're the silver lining. <laughs> I appreciate that perspective, Erin. That is a great perspective. I'm riding with it. You're in my silver lining. So, um, but Harmony, um, where can people find that's what she said? And where can people find on the interwebs the social study? On the interwebs the social study. So the social study is uh, social study SF on um, Instagram. And we also, our website is also the social study SF.com. Um, that's what she said. Um, as of now, is the first Monday of every month held at the social study from 7 to 9 p.m. for women by women. Um, and, you know, as I said before, we, we may be changing that up a little bit so we can kind of create bigger and better events, but maybe with a little bit less frequency. Um, but yeah, you can find us every month. Look forward to that. And it, as things evolve and change, we will be letting our community know as well. So with that, thank you, Harmony. I knew I'd get you on the mic sometime. <laughs>
That was my uh, day of interviews at the That's What She Said, That's What She Made, third annual Maker Fair at uh, the Golden Hour, as well as Chloe Jackman Studios here in San Francisco. I hope you enjoyed the interviews, and I, I hope you go out and support uh, these makers. They're, they're hustling their asses just like we are over here at Bitch Talk. So please uh, find them on Instagram, Facebook, uh, their websites, and support them either for yourself or for others. It doesn't matter. Um, so you can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. You can also find us every Monday morning from 530 to 6 on BFF.FM. We are powered by GoTo Productions. Bitch, please. Bitch, please.